Hi, welcome to Infinite Potential with your host, Ethan Figueroa. I'm the guy that uh, basically wants to learn as much as possible about how to get whatever I want in life. Um, and on that journey of learning all those things, uh, which uh, so far in my life has covered a wide, wide range of topics, um, I will also be sharing my knowledge with you and in my coaching. Um, and yeah. So far, um, you know, this is this whole journey of learning as much as I can and applying it as much as I can in my life um, has. It's probably been the single most greatest thing, greatest decision I've ever made. Um, And whether or not, you know, I didn't really make it wholeheartedly. This whole decision, it kind of just evolved over time to kind of live uh, life in this way and learning about how to get what I want and and being in the pursuit of getting what I want um, it's been amazing and I highly recommend it uh, but this episode is about um, self-discipline um, it's titled self-discipline versus self I'm making up the title right now versus self guidance and first off i'd like to talk about how you know success culture the subculture of you know trying to be successful of grinding you know waking up early you know like top 10 habits of a of a success you know of the billionaires and stuff like that within the subculture um the the sub the conversation our culture is basically having about success is the topic of discipline. And I think, in my own opinion, that that discipline is not the correct route um, in terms of getting what you want. That so far, it hasn't really helped me in any way. The, the actual, what's helped me the most is unlearning and then, re, and then learning about something else. Unlearning my understanding of discipline. Because I think as a society, you know, um... Or just as kids, you know, we're conditioned to be taught about discipline as, you know, getting yourself to do stuff, um, forcing yourself to do stuff. No matter what, this is going to happen, you know, like that kind of situation. And basically, um, we're kind of force fed discipline. And, and I think, you know, in school and stuff like that, and I think it doesn't, it causes us to have a negative association with it. So when we think of discipline, we think of, uh, I got to force myself to do this. Or I got to do stuff I don't really want to do. Right. And it's very much like taking orders from yourself kind of situation. And it's very militaristic. Um, when you think of the military, you think of highly disciplined people, people who can take orders and they follow it without a problem. And that's very much how self-discipline is described. Um, and in my opinion, that's probably the hardest way of going about it because what it naturally does, um, is set up the concept of discipline as having pain associated to it, right? It's forcing yourself to do stuff no matter how you feel. Um, and maybe this is just my conditioning, but I would, you know, make a pretty serious bet that most people have a negative connotation of discipline or we'd all be very, very disciplined people, which we are, you know, most of the world isn't, which is why we have, you know, health problems, obesity problems. Like we have a lot of issues that can prove to people being not disciplined, the majority of people being not disciplined. Um, 
but discipline, I think, isn't the whole story. It's not the only way to getting what you want. Um, and I think there's another route which is much less painful, much less, much less, much more friendly to yourself, um, and it's self guidance. I've never really, I kind of made this word up on the spot. I did 100% or this concept, but self guidance is, in my opinion, um, a much easier, much smoother way of getting yourself to do what you want or getting yourself to to do activities that get you what you want in the long term. Right? It's 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 a much easier way. Of doing, you know, of long-term gratification, of, of actually solidifying that and, and and taking the actions necessary to get what you want in the long run. Not not listening to your base desires of, oh, I just, I'd, I'll stay in bed for 20 more minutes or I'll do this, you know, or I'll watch another episode, that kind of situation. It's, it's self-guidance, in my opinion, is way more effective than self-discipline. And self-guidance, maybe I'll change the concept. Um, but self-guidance is really the whole idea is underpinned the whole, you know, the whole concept that I literally just titled self-guidance is underpinned with the, with an idea, which is basically an ulti- ultimately a fact that your the only reason you do anything is because of emotion, right? You don't do things because you just logically decide to do them in your mind you're like i should do that and then you just do them automatically you either have to be really you know you have to be really good at forcing yourself to do stuff that you really don't want if you if you just if you're if you have the skill of just saying thinking something and then you do it automatically right or you do it without any effort without any effort um that's a skill which you know there's people out there with like ridiculous amounts of that skill and there's people that don't have as much of that skill and basically that that's what happens when you say oh i should do this or i'll do it tomorrow and you never really do it right um that's what happens and the reason why is because emotionally you don't give a fuck about that activity so you're not going to do it right or emotionally you're thinking very short term you're thinking oh if i just you know let's say in the terms of a diet you know you shouldn't eat ice cream right you're trying to cut dairy or whatever it is you're, you're just trying to get less fat um you know, you say, I don't want to, I, I shouldn't eat the ice cream. I shouldn't eat the ice cream. I shouldn't eat the ice cream. But then you go ahead and you eat the ice cream. And then you feel bad about yourself because you you feel like an idiot. You, you feel like you've been telling yourself some, that you're not going to do something over and over and over. And then you do it. And the reason is, is because there's a motivational drive, which is essentially an emotion, inside your nervous system that in that moment is trying to get you to eat that ice cream because you have the craving for the ice cream, right? And it's not listening to any part of your logical brain or the part of you that's saying i shouldn't eat the ice cream i shouldn't eat the ice cream it doesn't care about that part because because in because as you evolved as a human you evolved to basically take orders from your emotions okay um your emotions ultimately make basically are the foundation of every decision you make okay and when someone doesn't eat the ice cream when they say i shouldn't eat the ice cream i shouldn't eat the ice cream and then they don't eat the ice cream the reason being is because of where they're putting their focus now you can change your emotion with your own thoughts very easily if you were to think of something that made you angry um you could get yourself wild up pretty quickly if you thought of something that made you sad you know like dead puppies for example if you're really really sat there and thought about that you'd be sad or whatever other you know 
sad thing you can come up with. If you wanted to think of a happy thing, you could think of a happy place. You can control your own thoughts with your own mind, right? And you can control, and those thoughts produce certain emotions. And so the issue with somebody who is telling themselves I shouldn't eat the ice cream and then who does is that their thoughts are producing emotions that are basically doing exactly the opposite of what they want to do. So they're thinking of how good it's going to taste, how good it's going to taste, how good it's going to taste. And that produces the craving, the emotional craving of eating the ice cream. Right? And... Someone who doesn't eat the ice cream after telling them, someone who's more, you know, in control of themselves, who doesn't eat the ice cream, they are not thinking of how good the ice cream tastes. They're thinking of how they're going to stay fat if they keep eating the ice cream or how they're not going to see any progress or how they're going to feel bad if they, if they eat the ice cream after or how good they're going to feel if they have if once they get the control over themselves and they don't eat the ice cream. They're focusing on completely different things and it's producing completely different emotions. So that's what underpins my whole concept of self-guidance, which I don't think it, you know, it's generally the most original concept, but uh but and it's based on a lot of other ideas. The idea I just talked about in terms of like your emotions produce your behavior um that comes from psychology is very simple i learned it first from tony robbins and that's how i got out of you know being a lazy person basically it's how i became a more disciplined person and i've been sick for a month and i've been you know lacking in discipline because i basically sleeping around all day um because i was sick i had to rest and stuff like that so i didn't really do much work and my habits and routines kind of fell out out from under me and I've been basically having to rebuild my my ability of self-control. And so that's why I'm even talking about it right now because I've been thinking about it for a while. So self-guidance is basically like that. Listen, you have to guide your thoughts, yourself, your ideas in a way that produces the emotion that then helps you produce the action you want. So if you're, you know, like the person who doesn't eat the ice cream. So if you want to do, let's say you're trying to start a business. Let's say you're trying to do whatever, right? And you're not really motivated. The reason is is because you're focusing on the wrong things. If you're trying to motivate yourself and get yourself to take action, you shouldn't be focusing on the things that produce the negative emotions about the activity. Let's say, oh, I got to do. Or you shouldn't be focusing on other activities that make you desire to do those activities, right? So let's say let's do like a more in the moment example. Let's say you're watching an episode on Netflix and you know you have to go to bed after the episode, right? The episode's coming to the end and then the episode ends and then you're stuck there with the little the little circle that 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 tells you when they're going to play the next episode, right? I think I think a lot of people have been there. I've been there a lot. And you're like and you're you decide not to go to bed and you do it and the reason why is because you're like oh you're thinking about the next episode you really want to desire the next episode you're thinking about all those different things those are producing the emotions which then get you to watch the next episode if you wanted to not do that you could simply focus on the and only on the the negative aspects of watching the next episode the fact that you're gonna wake up feeling like shit the fact that you're you're literally just going to feel less about yourself in terms of self-esteem because you, you know, did a behavior that you actually really weren't supposed to or that you told yourself earlier you weren't. You weren't keeping to your word. And if you focus on all the negative aspects of that action, your body won't want to do that action and then naturally it just won't do it. 
okay? If you focus on all the positive acts, the positive aspects of take of watching the next episode, you're going to desire to watch the next episode. And that's basically what self self guidance is. And it's different from discipline because it's it's really not about forcing about having the skill of forcing yourself to do something, right? It's more of having the skill of basically guiding your thoughts and your thinking in a way that produces the emotion that you actually want. Okay, it's kind of like hacking your mind to want to do the stuff that moments before, possibly, you actually didn't want to do. And the reason why is because your emotions about what about the action changed. And it's really that easy. And the, the when I learned about this, it was originally from Tony Robbins and his whole, you know, I mean, like, it's such a simple concept. But the fact that emotions like pain and pleasure guide your behavior and your actions no one really thinks about that. They just kind of think, oh, why don't I do it? Why don't I do it? It's like, no, it's your brain's actually a million years old and uh, it works on emotion. It doesn't work on logic. You're not a robot. So in order to get yourself to do stuff, you need to get really, really good at managing your emotions and guiding them in a direction that you want them to go. And when I learned about that, you know, it lifted so much off my shoulders because I thought originally that, you know, I'm just a lazy person. I'm just a lazy person. I'm just a lazy person. And I don't have uh, my ability to be disciplined. It's going to take forever for me to, to be disciplined, right? I'm, I'm like, I'm so lazy. I know I can develop the skill, but it's going to take forever for, to force me to do stuff I want, don't want to do. And that's what I, because, you know, that's what I thought. And that basically just created a block. I, I had lost the game before I even started. Why would I even want to play the game if most of the time I'm doing stuff I don't want to do, right? And he taught me, Tony Robbins, uh, the concept, that concept, a very sim- simple concept of emotions dictate your behavior. And explained how to change your emotions so that you could just want to do different things. And when I learned that, I immediately, like, skyrocketed skyrocketed my discipline like ridiculously like i became in a matter of like one month i had you know like if you did a if you measured it somehow i would have been like 200 percent more disciplined than i was before i i i had you know at the time i was working on a different on a business a different business and I was working like three hours a day every single day and every other week right so i'd work like three hours a day for a week and then stop and then three hours a day for a week and then stop. After I took that Tony Robbins course, I started and learning this, the concept of like changing your emotions to change your behavior. Um, I was working like exactly the amount of hours I wanted to work a day, which was like nine hours a day, every single day, every single week. And I did that about, you know, four months, five months in a row until I realized, you know, I don't really want to work every single day because I want to have a life. <clears throat> um, but my ability to control myself skyrocketed. And that's why I think it's so powerful to understand this concept and to kind of get away from the, the, the traditional view of how to control yourself, which is through discipline. Um, because I think it does more harm than good. Um, obviously like, and people talk about discipline. This is the really interesting part. People talk about discipline but no one explains how the fuck to be disciplined. No one's out here teaching people, well, this is what you need to do if you want to control your mind and control your body. This is what you need to do. Step one, step two, step three, four, four. No one tells you. They act, it's almost as if it's a personality trait, discipline. As if it, there's some moral 
you know, if you're a disciplined person, you're somehow better than a lazy person. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think the problem is you have people who understand how to use their minds to create the good that they want. You, you basically have people who have who understand how to use their minds or naturally or just through sheer, you know, how they were raised. It's basically a mental pattern. The ability to change your own emotions to then do actually want to do something, right? It's like a mental pattern that happens and I think it either it just you're either really good at doing that or you're really bad at doing that. It has nothing to do with whether or not you're lazy or disciplined. Um, you're either good at creating the emotions that then make you desire to do stuff or you're not. And I really just think it's up to that. And it, it doesn't really... I mean, it just comes to, down to a matter of like teaching people this um, and understanding it for yourself so you can apply it in your own life. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty much done uh, dumping my thoughts out here. I hope you like this episode about, um, you know, discipline versus self-guidance. Um, I hope to help you. It's, it helped me out tremendously in my life and it's helped me out right now to kind of get back on track after I was sick. Don't have corona, by the way. I had tonsillitis. Uh, which I, if I had Corona, I probably would have had less symptoms than, and less worse, less harsh symptoms than tonsillitis, but, uh, whatever, I'm not complaining, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, uh, and have a wonderful day.